everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here today with uh, Chris Nicholson. Once again, uh, we're talking about Better Call Saul, uh, season six, uh, episode 11, called uh, Breaking Bad. Not very, not very subtle. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Well, I thought it was an improvement on the last episode, so, so I'm partly satisfied. I still wanted a bit more. Uh, you told me it was a good episode, so, so you, you might have liked it a little better than I did. I'm still kind of holding judge, withholding judgment. I still need to see what's coming next to, to, really, to really figure out what I think of this end. So far, I'm not terribly satisfied with the way this, this show is ending, honestly. And like to kind of boil it down into a nutshell, I think one of the strengths of the show, one of the strengths of both shows, has always been the characters. And I feel like they kind of they outsmarted themselves by getting rid of almost all the characters and then continuing the show. I mean, the, the, the interactions are gone. The characters we liked following are gone. Yeah. And so now, now we've got, as you said the last, the last week, now we've got the Gene Show, apparently. Yeah. Well, we do have Breaking Bad. We do have Breaking Bad, too, which is in color while the uh you know everything else is in um you know everything everything else is in black and white so the present is in black and white uh the past is in uh color i mean i think the one interesting thing is so we talked about it last week and we had some uh you know sort of uh predictions and sort of agreements and disagreements you were right that um uh we weren't done with jeff um i you know and you but you the way you thought we'd like you know jeff would stay was i think it's interesting to look at the contrast with what actually happened uh because you you thought that it would be like jeff is going to do crime again no jeff actually wanted to stick with the bargain and uh go away uh but but uh jimmy did not jimmy wanted to come back and he wanted to do other stuff he does this you know this this thing where <laughs> They'd be friend guys at bars, lose bets to them, and then break into their houses to steal their identities. I just love how it's like sort of becoming a like it's sort of becoming a uh, the whole thing is becoming sort of a it's devolving into like a little bit of a parody of itself. I think the last week with the with the you know with the seducing the woman and the, the old woman in the wheelchair to get to Jeff, I thought was a little bit you know far fetched, a little bit jumping the shark. I thought this was like a little bit that like that too. Like you know, I just love, but I I, I like it at the same time. I like watching Jimmy in the bar. He's like oh. Oh, no man you always win i always lose like i love what he does is like innocent loose stupid loser act that like these guys like these you know these fat guys like you know just just full of himself and like okay so like all this is to like get the cab driver and have them pass out and then steal, and steal yeah. tax for what if they don't have their tax return like, what if it's on like turbo tax or something yeah yeah <laughs> dude I-, I was wondering that and and like what if they don't conveniently have all their passwords written down in an obvious place? Like, you know, what if they just memorize their, their passwords? What happens to this grand plot then? Yeah, I guess you I guess you find what you can. I don't know how identity theft works. I don't know exactly what you do. I don't know, like, the tax, how important the tax return is. I, I don't know, like, exactly what you do with that, but you can't do with other things. I don't know how much you get for each one of these uh, guys. I think if you have enough information, I guess... You can get anything, I guess, but you have to have a lot of information. Like they would probably need like mother's maiden name, right? They would need like stuff like that that they're not right. <laughs> right. I mean, what what happens to this grand plan if if they like they enter enter the ID, they enter the password, and then it's like, what was the name of your first pet? Yeah. <laughs> what happens? <laughs> and, and yeah. So, and so it was like, and it was like, you know, at the beginning, you're like, what if they have family or something? He's like, oh, no. And like at the end, like Jimmy explains, he's like, oh, no, I, you know, I had to work hard to find these guys who, you know, conveniently don't have families or or anything and that are living alone but have money. And so that's like, you know, that's his uh, other thing. But okay. I like, okay. It's like, it's like, you know, I feel like the way I feel, I felt about uh, the send off for Breaking Bad, I thought it sort of jumped the shark at the end with, uh, with, uh, uh, when, made his made that like contraption like out of his car and shot all the nazis and like tackled i was able to tackle uh uh jesse at the right moment but i was like okay the show is so cool like that that just like is the last like superman thing that like walt did and it's like the finale this is like you know this is like these schemes are like more ridiculous than they were uh before um so you know i you know i i i'm okay with that i guess i'm okay with that but i you know psychologically i like what it's I like what it's doing here because you're seeing 
you're seeing, uh, you know, you're seeing Jimmy. Okay. Well, first of all, we don't like why, like, so the, the, there's a big mystery. He calls Kim. I uh, tries to call Kim. Um, he calls, she's working at a sprinkler place in Florida, I guess, or like, that's what, that's where he thinks she is. It has um, something to do with water, waterworks. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the title of the next episode. Uh, waterworks. Is it? Yeah, I think I, so. How do we know that? Because I was looking up breaking the one for this the title for this one up until the day, and I couldn't find it. Oh well, uh, I I just saw it online somewhere. And by the way, I, I did not spoil myself, so I can't spoil you on this. Mm. But apparently, in the German dub of of the phone booth scene where he's calling who we think is Kim, apparently in the German dub, the audio of the other end of the line is uh, audible. So, so whoever has listened to that knows a lot more about what's going on. No shit, huh? And 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 it, and it has it has you know it's not just like I don't know why they would have like an actual like why would they have actual like why, I thought it's just like you know they would just show them in the phone booth and then they would right? I mean it's not like it's not supposed to be decipherable like it's not supposed to be like you you go after it like it's like the Zodiac killer or something. It's I mean it's just supposed to be it's a show, right? So why would they? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it just makes it easier to do the acting if they're actually having the conversation. Yeah, I don't know. And so the but but then the whoever's dubbing the German actually has the um, you know so gets that script like there's a script and then it goes to the German dubbers and they they don't they're not aware of it. That's a that's interesting. So and you, you didn't spoil it for yourself, but do you do, uh, do you know if it's like actually significant? Do you learn a lot? Well, I mean, all I saw is that the person who was talking about it said there's heavy spoilers in here. And so, so oh, I decided. Wow. Okay. So I'm not going to read any of the comments for when we release this. I'm not going to read any comments on the, um, on the Substack. I'm not going to read any comments on the YouTube for the, you know, possibility that someone, uh, Someone, uh, someone uh, knows about the German, the German, <laughs> the German titles. That's funny. I'm glad I don't. I'm glad I don't hang around on these, uh, these like you know forums, forums and stuff. Um, but by the way, there there was one uh, Substack commenter who, who correctly called the loose end that this uh, episode. Mm, yes, we were just talking about that before the episode aired. Yeah. Uh, it, it was the Francesca call. Yes. Yeah, so on the um, on the uh, uh, okay. So I wasn't sure. I didn't know about the date. So I know that okay. Francesca got the call. I assume that all this Gene stuff is like I thought it looked like he was going to call her like the next day or something. This was apparently months and months or years into the future when he was telling her I'm going to call you. Well, I I don't think it would be years. I, I think it would be would be a matter of months mm -hmm. uh, because back in the scene where he told her to expect a call, he said like, "Oh, on this date in November, I'm, I'm going to call," and mm -hmm. and so it was the coming November. I see. Okay, that makes okay. Um, yeah. Okay. And so I mean, uh, for so this the scene is I mean interesting because it's I mean it, like we we don't like I mean the German I guess the Germans. <laughs> They ruined the show for everyone in Germany. That's that's amazing. Uh, Sydney, you said the dub, not the subtitles. They're, they're, it's dubbed, and they're actually that is that is nuts. How do they make them? Okay. Well, anyways. Uh, so um, so like we don't so we don't know what was going on. So this is like interesting. What what do you think happened? Like he had a uh, uh, like he was he could okay. So the possibilities are he got to Kim. He got to Kim and she doesn't want to see him or something. He wants to see her. She doesn't want to see him. Um, or he doesn't get to Kim. He gets to like the, uh, I don't know, her employer or, or whoever. Um, I guess that's, those are the only two possibilities. I, I don't think he'd get that mad at the employer. I think he would have a trick to get past the employer and get to her, right? I think he would, that would be pretty. Uh, right, right. Yeah. So it's, he was probably talking to Kim, I think, unless there's a. Oh. Uh, I guess he could have been talking to Kim's new husband. That, that could explain oh, the anger. Could have been talking to Kim's kids. He could have yelled at Kim's husband. He could have talked to Kim. He could have talked to... Uh... Okay, well, that was her work, though. I mean, unless they work together. Um... Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, this scene, I don't know what significance, if any, this has, but it, it seemed kind of like a deliberate callback to the moment early on when uh, Jimmy's working in the, the mailroom at HHM and he's just past the bar having a little party. Then Howard comes in and gives them a really disappointing talk 
But for that, the camera zooms out, and so we don't get to actually hear what Howard is telling him. We only get to see Jimmy's disappointed reaction. Seems like they were uh, doing the same kind of thing here. Yeah, yeah. Although I think that one was, it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't like we were supposed to be wondering what's going on. For that one, um, I think we pretty much knew what was happening, and we were, uh, there wasn't a mystery there. Um, Yeah. But Jimmy, so Jimmy is, um, uh, so, okay, so he's angry. And this is when he goes back and starts doing this identity fraud. Now, why does he do this identity fraud? Is he going to, you know what I thought was going to happen when he starts getting, says, go get the barbiturates? I I thought he was going to, like, take these men hostage, go to Kim, and be like, I'm going to kill these guys. (laughs) That's what I thought. Like, why is he getting barbiturates now and meeting guys at bars? That's what I thought he was going to do. He was somehow going to get a a man. And then I thought maybe a collection of men. And then just threaten to kill them all unless unless (laughs) I go talk to him. That's that's funny, but you know, I don't have a good idea of how this all fits together. It, it does seem like clearly the, this scheme with the identity theft and the bars, it seems like this is clearly a reaction to that frustrating yeah. conversation he had on the phone yeah. with probably Kim. Now, yeah. how does it fit together? Let, let me tell you a little thing that, that kind of no, but the idea that it's Kim, it, it was the argument was too fat. Like, you know, be like, oh, how are you? It'd be like, it seems like they it it was too quick. I mean, I don't know. Unless she was like, Jimmy, I never want to see you again. Unless it was like that. Okay, I guess that makes sense. But go ahead. Yeah, you were gonna say something interesting. Well, the, the thing that kind of uh sticks out to me a little bit is that he he uses the same fake name Victor each time he scams somebody in a bar. And to me, you know, I, I'm not a con artist personally, but I, I think maybe it's one of the rules of the trade that you don't use the exact same name each time when you're running the same scam. So did he do the? Did, did we see him call himself Victor in more than one? Because he used yep. Victor in the old episodes, right? Oh, but, well, I don't know if he's used it before, but I know that in this. No, episode, no, I, oh no, Victor and Giselle. I think those were their names when they were used to scam people in the early seasons. It really? Was, yeah, yeah. She would be. Remember Giselle? Remember Kim would be Giselle? Remember that stockbroker? And they pretended to be brother and sister, and like they got him to, you know, they they scammed him out of like this big dinner and like these. Uh, these I, I remember that. I, I just didn't remember that he used the name Victor. Yeah, yeah. He was he was Victor there. So that's his long so mo. But he's using Victor. Um, he's using Victor in more than one place. Like I guess he's staying in the you know Nebraska Omaha. Uh, Omaha area, right? When he's doing this, this stuff. Um, you're right. I mean, how many, how many bar local bars that are within the driving distance of this cab driver who have guys drinking by themselves who are rich suckers with nobody? I mean, with nobody at home. Like, you know, how how, how many people is that? It's just yeah, very yeah. Um, look, so I, I know I know that there are definitely multiple times in the episode where Jimmy tells different marks that his name is Victor. Okay, okay. I believe um, you. Yeah. Now, it, it could be it could be that maybe it's just that there are only so many bars he can go to and that because this, he's seeing the same bartenders, maybe that's why he has to keep using the same name. But still, that doesn't seem doesn't seem perfectly coherent to me. I don't know. It just it just seems like you would want if you didn't want to get caught You'd want to use a different name. Is he in the same bar every like every night? Uh, I don't think. No, no, definitely not the same every mm-hmm. time. I mean, I mean, first he's doing karaoke in, yeah. in that one bar, uh, and then then he's at the fancier one uh, later when he's talking to the guy with cancer. The guy with cancer. I think I. Yeah, you know, I thought the guy with cancer and the. The, the karaoke i thought they were the same one because they, they go back to a bar they're at a bar uh afterwards and i thought they were similar or the, or the same so he might be going to the same place because he says like they don't know till months you know months uh in the future right um yeah so you know i guess you know like so you know he could scam them they're not gonna find out that so he could see he could see the same guy at the bar several nights in a row and uh, you know that wouldn't i guess make anyone suspicious they'll be like that's my buddy that's my buddy victor uh okay um yeah and so i mean did you have another did you have a larger point on on that well i'm just wondering if if part of the larger plot is that maybe he wants to get caught for some reason maybe he wants to get caught and this plays some role in into him trying to get back 
to Kim somehow. Oh. But I don't, well, I don't well, really know how to fit together. This is one explanation for how it what happens at the end when the guy is uh, the guy with the cancer with the cancer and he tells him to go anyway and they, and then Jeff at the end is like Jeff who's usually not a genius tells him you know the the drugs probably wore off by now and then he goes in there and then he you know at the end he he breaks the window and he really wants to screw this guy with cancer he's not gonna he's not gonna let it go yeah my interpreter so that was yeah all. so so here's yeah yeah go on. So, so here's my big question about this. Uh, I think you have the same question. What is Jimmy really trying to get out of this identity theft scam? Because I don't think that it's just about making the money. Uh, no, I never. I, I guess the, the greater possibility right now would be that this is just his chosen method of self-destruction. But even that doesn't seem quite right. It seems like this is part of some larger plot that involves Kim. And getting back to her somehow. Mm, yeah, maybe he's. I mean, maybe that's what wins her. What wins her over? She loves a good scam. He gets the most. He gets becomes more elaborate. It's like his. It's his. It's his like a major romantic gesture. It's like she is a girl who's just a sucker for scams, and that's somehow gonna win her over. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Well, maybe maybe it's actually kind of really manipulative. Maybe maybe she told him that she wants nothing to do with him. And he remembers that Kim always came to his rescue whenever she was his only option. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the play here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when she, he, she likes she likes uh, uh, taking uh, the cause of criminal defendants, and he could just become another criminal defendant. <laughs> you know, may, maybe Jimmy's putting himself in, in a position where she's his only hope, and so she has to face a decision: either I really do do have nothing more to do with Jimmy, and then he's just screwed. Or I come to the rescue once again. What was the um, uh, what was the, uh, the what was the motive the motivation the impetus to call um, to call uh, Kim? Was it was it the Francesca call? Yeah, that, that was pretty much and it. Was, it, it was like, Frances- oh, she she asked about me. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Kim calls Francesca. Yeah, and then like she tells Jimmy, and then he's like, "Oh, she asked about me." So he hasn't seen Kim. This is not a few months. This is year. This is three years, two or three years now. Um, that's important. several years, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, Breaking Bad we hear only takes place in two years, and this is this is a few months after Breaking Bad. So it's uh, uh, yeah. So yeah. So it's like yeah, it's like two and a half years or something. Um, okay. So yeah. I so I you know I I thought. I thought the screwing over the cancer guy part, I think this is our way, like Jimmy, you know, I didn't think it was self-destructive though. Maybe that's, you know, maybe that's, that's possible. That's um, that makes sense. Uh, you know, I, it seemed to me like he really is like sort of broken and hateful to the, towards the world. And he hates like the idea of himself having any compassion. So when this guy has cancer, like he feels bad for a moment, but then he really wants to screw over that cancer guy. Um, and he also wants to just look, you know, he, he says to Jeff and, the, and his brother, you know, and they all have, you know, they all have, they all have sob stories. Like he, you know, he, he, he has this p- part of him that has just contempt for like normies and normal sort of uh, morality. I, I always go back. I love that. A place where he goes to the he tries to get the job at the printer shop and then they try to hire him and then he 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 goes and has his friend rob them uh for their hummel um i you know i when he goes back and he gives them this whole spiel too like you guys you guys are i feel sorry like you were just gonna hire me you know i could be a murderer you know i, I feel sorry for you and so I, that, that harkened back to that it's like this jeff guy jeff guy and his brother are like too soft-hearted and jimmy is not so he takes like pride in his criminal sort of craft um, and, you know, you, we talk about, like, is he a good guy? Like, he has some parts of, you know, some aspects of his personality good, that are good. But, like, there's also a part of him that, like, just hates suckers and hates weakness. And that's why he, this is why he hates his dad, too. Um, you know, he's always, like, everyone in, you know, the town's laughing at my dad because everyone, you know, comes with, uh, at him with a sob story. He doesn't want to be that guy. He doesn't want to be somebody who's taken advantage of. Um, he wants to be, you know, cold-hearted and he wants to be pragmatic and do, you know, do what's best for him. And that leads him to be too eager to screw over this cancer guy, right? Um, when, you know, would have made sense at that point to, to let it go. Uh, do you, I mean, do you think, do you buy this? Because your thing makes sense too. The self-destructive thing also makes sense. And, you know, maybe they're not contradictory. Maybe they're both at play. Yeah, I mean, I think there could be elements of truth to both. I, I, I think that 
whatever the larger plot is, there's an element of self-destruction to all this. Yeah. Uh, and I think that whatever good stuff Jimmy had at the beginning of the show, there's not very much of it left. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping, I was hoping that the show would kind of go in the other direction. Uh, but it, it seems to have made a decision like, Nope, Jimmy is just going to continue his decline. Uh, there's not going to be any kind of, well, it seems like there's not going to be any kind of happy ending, basically. And it's just, yeah. just another tragedy. No, it was, I, I thought that it had to be like this because Jimmy, all he has now at this point is it's, you know, he's always, he wants to be, you know, he wants to be somebody important. He wants to, he wants to, he likes, you know, he's chasing a thrill and like he has nothing now. Except his wits, except his ability to scam people, right? He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, you know, he's a world-class sort of, uh, uh, he's a, he's like a craftsman here and like, he's got no money. Like they took his, you know, the, the fence, I guess, took his money. He might've taken stuff. He, oh, he has some, we've seen him. We see him like stashing some at some point. So he has some cash left. Um, he's got you know, diamonds. He's got diamonds. Where's he got diamonds? Uh, it showed us diamonds at some earlier uh, season, I think. Okay. Gene has diamonds. Uh, yeah, I remember him putting cash away. Was that very recent? Yeah, that was one of the recent episodes, or was that before? I don't know, but at some point he has cash uh, as Gene. Um, I think I think he's got a fair amount of cash left. Yeah, yeah. He's and, got, he's got. And so I don't I don't think he's anywhere near broke. I don't think he needs to do these scams to make money. No, he never he never did. That's what that's what he that's the yeah that's like one of the themes of the show. It's like Huel. I mean Huel when he tells him, you know, man, why are you doing this stuff? Ain't you got can't you make money right as, as like a lawyer? Like you know that was like uh, you know one of those uh, uh, that was one of those moments like you know, salt of the earth telling the truth to you know this this uh, the, you know this, this supposedly complicated sophisticated guy. Uh, so yeah, so. Uh, self-destructive or trying to get Kim back or just, he's still chasing the thrill or he just like, he's got, he's got no hope of, he doesn't want to see Kim or, I mean, he's going to see Kim. He's going to somehow get to Kim. Right. Um, right. What about the whole, what about the whole next episode? Just him talking to the cancer guy. The cancer guy wakes up, they have sit down and like, they, they just talk about life. <laughs> that would be funny. But no, I think, he's, I don't think that's going to happen. I think, I think I'll probably get back to Kim. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, it's, um, yeah, you, you know, the sort of the space of what's going to happen is, is narrowing, right? We were supposed, we were most, we were just completely, uh, but it's not, it's not, it's not that narrow. I mean, it's still, there's, there's a lot we don't know. Um, we don't know if Kim's going to be in one episode or two episodes or, uh, or what. Um, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I like, I like the, you know, I, I, I did like, I, I think there's, there's character development here. It's not in the positive, it's not the direction you like, but there, it is like, he's becoming more evil. Like I think old Jimmy would have let that cancer patient go. Um, you know, there is that. And then just like even hanging out in Jeff, like what is his reasons for doing these, you know, the scam, his reasons for doing these scams are becoming less plausible. Like, you know, the idea that, you know, this was the, the easiest way to get Jeff to uh, shut his mouth. I, you know, I don't buy that. And I don't buy whatever he's doing now, if he's trying to get it back at Kim or whatever, I don't think this can work or be the most plausible uh, way to do that. Um, but who knows? Maybe, may, you know, maybe, maybe he'll get her back. I, you know, I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All I really know is that, well, I think that the real end game of this identity theft scam is to get to Kim, get back to at least see or talk to Kim again somehow. Uh, I'm not sure how it will fit. Or together. he gives up on Kim and wants to self destruct. I mean, that's also a, a possibility too. And maybe he reaches Kim on accident by accident somehow. You know, or maybe, maybe, you know, maybe he doesn't. You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's Im, Im, uh, impossible to, uh, uh, you know, to imagine that he's. Um, you know, it's not impossible that they that there's no Kim in the rest of the series. I don't know. Do you think it's possible? I, I think there's a small. Well, it's possible, but I mean, I don't think it would be that interesting. Mm, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I find this a, I find this a, I find this slow self destruction of of Jean, uh interesting. You th you thought they weren't going to make it black and white anymore, but you know they did. Except with Breaking Bad, yeah. 
Except I, I, I hoped we weren't going to have too much black and white the rest of the way. I still hope that it's not going to be mostly black and white the rest of the way. Yeah. But it's only a hope. Mm, yeah, I think it's looking less likely every black and white episode makes the, the future more and more likely to be black and white. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So we got two episodes. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm... No, man, you're, you're, overlooking, you're overlooking the potential of the artsy dramatic moment where they slowly shift the black and white scene into color. <laughs> yeah yeah i think that i think that i think they're going to be taking some risks here you know that they are it would have been very easy for them to sit there with they would have could have kept nacho and uh lalo and these other guys at the end you know they, they didn't do that 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 was a big risk so you know the the you know i think they're going to be willing to continue and the black and white thing so far has been a risk and introducing the jeff guy is a risk and so i you know i think that we, we we might see them become you know this is the big finale this is the finale of two two important shows right not just one um so you know they could be doing something you know very interesting here and they might want to you know go off on a, just a very sort of high artistic note I wonder if you think that there's any kind of larger point to the Breaking Bad flashbacks, uh, because so far, so far, these flashbacks in this yeah. episode have just kind of been to drive home points about character. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Do you think that that they'll that there's no larger purpose to them, or is just to shed light on on his character and to draw a few like dramatic parallels? Yeah, I think so. I think they just want people to see, you know, what makes us excited to see Jesse and uh uh Walt again. Um, you know, it's good for like sort of the history of Breaking Bad, like you get their initial where you get their first night together. Um, you see why uh, you know, I remember we talked about Mike having bad judgment or someone one of the commenters said that and me and you talked about it. It's like Mike Jim had bad I think Mike had bad judgment again when he's actually maybe this was good judgment. He says, you know, Walter is gonna, you know, get shot or get caught by the DEA, but no, he succeeded as a drug dealer. But in the end, I guess Mike was right. It was bad news for it was bad news for uh uh Jimmy in the in the end. Um no, I don't yeah, I can't see any like, you know, big revelation or something that like happened like in the breaking like in the breaking bad uh uh world. I I, I just I, I don't know. Like I don't like the thing is, I mean it's hard to say because I, I don't I don't remember anything about Breaking Bad really at this point. I mean I, I haven't watched it in, you know, a decade. And so there's like I can't look back and say, oh, in season three, like you know, Jimmy and uh Walter had this interaction. Like I remember like the initial interaction with them, like the in- initial time they met and they they took him out to the desert and were gonna kill him. Um but the uh but I don't know, like, I don't remember much of what happens in the rest of the series. I just remember, like, the high point. So so I don't know. There could be something in there if I, like, had the series on the top of my head that I could think of. So, you know, it, it's showing some stuff about his character. And it, it's one thing it's doing is it's kind of recontextualizing Breaking Bad and telling us that that really yes. it was Saul's involvement that, that really got Walt off to... Uh, <laughs> To become what he became. Oh, I thought it was the opposite. I thought it was the opposite. Like we're we're being told that Walter is a terror. Like because the focus on the grave. Like we did it. We did at the time when we're watching this. We don't we don't comprehend like how scary this is for uh uh for Jimmy. Like what kind of bad thing this is to do. They take him out to the desert. They dig a they dig a grave. <laughs> they tell him they're gonna put him in there. And then the scene when they cut away from the grave, like they show like the you know they show the grave and then they show Gene. Like you know the like I think that was sort of driving home the point that you know Jimmy was gonna be put in that grave. Like you know they they might have done that or he thought that they were uh gonna do that. And then seeing uh, Saul struggle like throughout the whole thing and like waking up in the bed like we, we didn't get that perspective we just see oh these two guys like walt and Je- uh jesse are not do not seem that dangerous at that point they haven't done anything that scary so like we know that they're really not gonna you know when we're watching so we know they're not gonna kill saul we think they're just you know they're, they're sort of playing a prank or something because that like we see them as sort of harmless because it's the start of their journey but we're seeing it from Saul's we're like no these people were evil and bad uh, from the very beginning. Um, and so you say, I mean, obviously Saul was necessary for Walt, I mean, Walter to, you know, build those, but no, Walter was, I mean, Walter was really, really bad from the, from the beginning. I think that's the, that's the, that's the point. Uh, I think it's kind of saying both things. I think, and the, the grave shot is very significant. It's kind of suggesting that the die was cast for Walt and Saul the moment they teamed up. 
and, mm. and then it was just uh, like a, an inevitable, you know, chemical reaction, uh, the explosions and the, the deaths, it was all inevitable. And the grave was inevitable too. the moment they, they teamed up. That's what it seems to be saying. And it fits with one of the first things we talked about uh, with, with Breaking Bad, that the show and Better Call Saul, they seem to take a kind of fatalistic view of human nature. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's, I think that's right. And yeah, that's why, that's why I thought I was surprised when you thought that uh, Jimmy would have like sort of a, a positive arc. I mean, Jimmy is the most, I think of all the characters, like, yeah, you're right. They, they have this sort of this deterministic view of human nature and differences between people. But I think Jimmy is like unique. I don't know. I think maybe, you know, I get the sense, maybe you disagree with this. Jimmy, I think is like more overdetermined. Like his, his character is more overdetermined than, than most people. Like Walt, Walt lived most of his life as a, you know, model citizen, right? Just a guy who was a, was a chemistry teacher, right? So something obviously had to happen to like make him whatever age he was, 40 or 50 or 50 probably, or whatever he was um, when, when he, you know, quote unquote broke bad. Jesse has a, an arc. I mean, he's sort of, uh, you know, he'd be, I don't know, he develops a little bit. Gus has like this complexity. Jimmy is always a scammer, always like, you know, you know, Kim again, another person who, you know, develops and is sort of could have gone one way and could have gone the other way. You know, but Jimmy is is not like this. I mean, Jimmy is just always a scammer, always trying to take advantage of, of people, always, you know, from the time you slip in Jimmy up, up to the end of Saul Goodman, um, you know, sort of has contempt for anyone who plays by the by the rules. Um, you know, and so so that's why, you know, when you say, Oh, I thought he made me go positive, I, I thought, no way, like this is a fatalistic, you know, deterministic show. This is the most deterministic, you know, the character, you know, the most uh, overdetermined character as far as like, you know, how he behaves and how he interacts with the world. And it just, it always had to be tragic. I mean, I, I, I don't, I couldn't see it going any other way. That, that was always the most likely possibility. And it seems to be playing out now. But, you know, I, I just, I had hope. That, that maybe it would go in a different direction and that they would kind of progress beyond this fatalistic view that they've always been presenting. Uh, because, you know, I, I don't think as a work of art, uh, I don't view it as highly as I would it, because it's not throwing us any curveball when it comes to this fatalistic view that it's always been presenting. And the fatalism, you know, I under, under, understand the point of view. I've understood the the fatalistic aspect of the show for a long time and so honestly i'm just becoming a bit bored by its fatalism i'm becoming a bit bored by the show's deeply pessimistic view of human nature mm -hmm. yeah so yeah i think you're i think you're i think yeah i, I think that's right I, I just don't think that yeah, for for Jimmy, I mean, it just it would be so contradictory to everything else we've seen from him, and everything else. It would be too. I mean, this would be too much of a curveball. It's like, oh, he becomes a a priest or something. I mean, it's just like it's just so like out there. It's like you know, you can't imagine. I mean, the you have to have you could have surprise, and you could have you know, like you could get, you know, like it can it can get. I mean, it could get darker. I mean, he could die. He could. I mean, you could go the. It could go the opposite direction. Right? He could. He could die. He could. He could do something terrible. He could kill Kim or her husband. I mean, there's 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 possibilities we can imagine of like Jimmy becoming. He could like frame Kim for like you know something. There's possibilities of like you know. There's possibilities in the other direction that maybe we're not even imagining, right? Um, and so that could that could satisfy your you know your urge for sort of novelty here, <laughs> but I don't I don't think it was ever going to be I don't think it was ever going to be you know sort of a, a positive note that we were going to end this on. I mean, it gave you Je I mean, it gave you Jesse. I mean, you had that. I mean, you had Al, you had him going off to, uh, you know, Al Camino. You had a happy ending for him, and he's a, a good guy. And you know, I guess you have that. Um, Kim might have had a happy ending, you know, as far as we know. Um, so it's not completely you know, devoid of this stuff. I mean, Gus has a happy ending because he kills all the Salamancas, which is, you know, he values more than anything, even wine, you know, he doesn't care. He could have, it would have been funny, like, oh, this, like the moment he killed the Salamancas, like it would have been funny if like, he's got this bottle of wine, he's going to go finally meet that guy. <laughs> he's going to yeah. up by Hector in the wheelchair. <laughs> maybe they'll still, maybe they'll still give us that. That would be really funny. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I, um, uh, I thought the uh, I thought the um, 
I, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was weird. Like you know, the, how they deal with like the aging, like this is a scene, supposed to be like a scene from like, you know, Breaking Bad, which was made, you know, the first season made like, you know, uh, uh, you know, 13 or 14 years ago or something now. Um, I thought I, I, you know, it's, I, you know, I, I haven't watched, uh, uh, Breaking Bad, a lot of Breaking Bad lately. I mean, did I did go back and at some point watch the uh, episode where you know the first episode where Saul Goodman uh, arrives. Um, the oh, by the way, it's funny that Breaking Bad episode when uh, Saul arrives, it's called Better Call Saul. So there's a Breaking Bad episode called Better Call Saul, and the Better Call Saul episode yeah. called Breaking Bad. So yeah, I just realized that now. But I, I did see that, and the only person who like they all look older, and I don't know why they don't make young them up. But Jesse Pinkman in particular, like Jesse in Breaking Bad, um, you know, it's like looks like a kid, right? Um, and now like he was just so noticeably older, and then Walt and Saul, of course, were too. Uh, but with Jesse, it was just it was just different. It sort of it sort of made me. He looks like you know going to like I don't know from like twenty to thirty or something. But like that's a big difference. Seems like a much bigger difference than these guys, uh, Odin Kirk and uh, and Cranston, who are going from like you know fifty to sixty or uh, or whatever. Um, but why don't they why don't they do that? I, I thought did you see the Irishman? No, but yeah, I heard there was de- good some good de aging. Yeah, yeah, they made De Niro look like forty years, you know, forty years younger. I don't know why they don't do any of that in in, uh, in the series. Yeah, maybe it's just really expensive. Mm, I don't. Yeah, maybe it's expensive. It would be for Jesse and Walt, and for that like one scene, I think they could have. Uh, I think they could have. They could have figured it out. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Do you think we'll get more Breaking Bad uh, flashbacks, or was it was this just sort of a gimmicky Breaking, you know, Breaking Bad? They just wanted to tell us something, and and that's the end of it. No, I, I feel like we'll probably get a bit more. Uh, I, I I just wonder. I mean, one reason we'll probably get a bit more is because it's only shown us a tiny bit of the beginning of, of Breaking Bad. I mean, it hasn't even shown us. Where where Saul actually walks into the the high school room and, and talks to Walt, so I feel like it's probably going to show us a bit more. But what I keep wondering is why? Is it entirely about these these parallels? Like oh, let, let's show you some flashbacks about how Saul is a major force in starting the old criminal empire. Let's juxtapose that with some artsy shots of him. <laughs> we'll, sh- we'll show him opening the car door to, to walk over and talk to Walt. And we'll juxtapose that with him yeah. opening the door to, you know, walk into the, the cancer patient's uh, house, you know. And I just start to think like, man, this show is getting too smart for me. It's too <laughs> smart for me, too artsy, you yeah. know, uh, because we, you got the real suit. I feel like it's, it's oh, aiming oh, itself that, more that, towards that, a small subset of super fans. Oh, that's, that scene was... That scene when he oh that he went to the school that was the scene okay I remember that scene from uh, Breaking Bad okay so he was that was him arriving for that scene and then that's when and then they show him breaking uh, into the cancer patient he, out of it. okay you, you know you you have you have a very small group of people who are really 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 into the show who are just eating all of this up yeah like, oh you know and, and you know the same people like they'll they'll see that thing like about how the title of in breaking bad was better call saul and then the title of this episode is breaking bad and they'll be like vince you've done it again and i'm just sitting there thinking like <laughs> okay so it's a parallel i guess that's artsy but no, you know it's, it's, I, I kind of enjoy the, the plot aspects of yeah. the shows yeah i mean no it, it's i mean i think that for that one i mean i i thought i th- actually i thought the grave thing was was brilliant i explained to you my uh interpretation of it i i think that the uh uh that one you know was i didn't think about much before but i think that's pretty smart too i mean you're seeing jimmy in both situations you know get out of a car and make a make a really bad decision that's going to put him on a new path i think that's i think that's i think that's the parallel yeah yeah but my larger point is that right now with these last few episodes, this feels to me like a show that is resting on its laurels too much. Mm. It's it feels like it's as it heads into the ending and it's winding down. It does feel like it's kind of winding down. It feels like it's taken a reflective victory lap to focus on <laughs> drawing some artsy character parallels instead of giving us thrilling character interactions and plot developments. Well, it's going to give us some. I mean, they're not going to give us many more 
plot developments because there's only one one plot and there aren't you know plots plural uh the i mean you're gonna get something something is gonna happen to jimmy something is gonna happen to kim no matter um what it is it's gonna be interesting and, and surprising i think you're maybe you're maybe sort of um you're, you're maybe i mean this has been the pace of the show forever this has always been the pace of the show this show will do episodes and episodes where like People people will stop watching this show. The people who like Breaking Bad, a lot of them I talk to, and they say, you know, it's slow. Nothing happens because it's been like this since season one. So you're so maybe you're expecting here, you know, that's going on the last few episodes. It's going to be like Breaking Bad, where it's just like guns a blazing, and you know, all these people die, and there's you know body counts, and uh, you know, all these plot twists. But but that's never been that's never been the show. It's been deep character development, a few important plot twists, really, you know, relatively a few of them, um, but then just character and you know artsy stuff and. And, uh, you know, clever sort of uh, puns and parallels and, and stuff like that. I mean, that that's been the show, right? It seems like it's like ending the way the way it's it's been. Well, I, I didn't necessarily want gunfights, uh, but th- there were you know dramatic. There were plenty of dramatic moments uh, throughout the show, or and there there were plenty of stretches of episodes in a row where the drama and the tension just increased. But here, as as the show winds down, I feel like it's taking too much kind of smug satisfaction in showing us showing us like artsy artsy camera angles and parallels yeah yeah i was i mean i I was really negative about last week's episode i'm i'm more positive about this week because i do think that there's been some notable development i like the fact that we're you know we have some kind of like i thought it was just going to be like I, I like that we're gonna we know now kim's gonna be there i thought it was just gonna be him and like you know uh, being depressed in the mall and black and white like forever like I, at least it's not that we got some action i i was actually you know, i was intrigued by what he was doing with these guys at the bars i thought the guy thing with the cancer guy i mean i thought that was like uh, it was in a way a sort of a new low for jimmy i mean there's like he's always been bad but this is like you know he's i think it's opposite like the opposite of what the arc you you were hoping for but that's you know i'm, I'm fine with it becoming sort of more negative. I mean, I, there's a, you know, when I talked to Mark Andreessen, you know, he, he sort of thinks it's sort of too, it's sort of too, um, you know, I brought up like, oh, I, I said something like, oh, Mike is a good guy. And he brought up like, no, it's like too like optimistic about these criminals, which I think is from an objective perspective, true. It's like, no, Mike is, you know, a criminal and a murderer and, you know, a bad guy. And he has a code and me and you like sit there and we were dissecting. And his perspective was like, no, these are just from a, like a, you know, objective perspective, like if you take a step back from the art and your enjoyment of it and sort of the relative, you know, uh, way we judge these people because we judge them relative to other criminals. Like, no, Mike, Jimmy, Matt, these are, these are, these are all, these are all, well, these are all terrible, uh, terrible people. And, you know, I feel like it's maybe, you know, that's a good interpretation. And it's, it's sort of showing us, I mean, it's sort of showing us that it's showing us them getting there. And it's showing that like in the case of Walt, when they, with the kidnapping that they were sort of like always there from that perspective. Um, and so, yeah, I, 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 I like this episode. I thought there was sort of, I thought there was, we started getting sort of some clarity about where this is going both morally and sort of, you know, plot wise. I, I did think there was development here. I, I didn't oh, like yeah. I, I, don't, I don't deny that there were there was some plot development here, and there there are some hints we haven't talked about yet about where where it's going. Uh, I I just didn't uh, you know I, I don't like. There's a couple different things I don't like uh, on the character level. I just don't like that it seems to be finishing the show by continuing the, with the same old fatalism that it's had ever since Breaking Bad. I mean, to me, I'm like, I already knew that. Mm-hmm. I'm just seeing a particular way of the same old theme playing out, and it's not terribly interesting to to see that because I already knew it. Uh, and then on another level, I, I think that oh. it's spending a lot of its time just drawing parallels that that the fans of fans, that the super fans will really appreciate, but it seems to be aimed mostly at at pleasing the the, the super fans. Did you read Freddie Dubois' thing about against, it was an essay like against nostalgia or something? It was about all the art. He was argument was like all art has become like this, where it's like, uh, like he was talking about Stranger Things, which I never watched, but apparently like keeps referencing 80s things and it's supposed to make you feel cool. Ah, uh, you know, I, I didn't see that particular piece, but uh, but I, I think I could sympathize with it. Yeah, yeah. So I, the, yeah, your critique sounds like, sounds like that. Um, 
you know, it's all, but you're acting like they're doing this parallel thing, like they're doing it like every every episode. I mean, it's just, what you got a few of them in this, you know, episode. I think you're. I, I, I mean, way, it's I like it, it. It just feels kind of cheap and lazy to me. To me, to say, oh guys, you, won't, won't, won't you love it if we show you Walt and Jesse again? Remember Walt? Remember Jesse? You like them, right? Look, here they you are sound, again. You sound exactly Look, like Freddie. The old yeah. days. You sound like Freddie. Yeah, you sound like Freddie DeBoer. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, <laughs> I agree. I mean, I agree that could have been how they did it, but no, for the reasons we talked about, I do think that Jesse, Jesse, and Walt. Um, had a purpose here. Like I think, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I did it. We didn't need to see like, you know, like it was, I don't think it added much for it was like, Oh, you know, I see we're just, we're, um, uh, Saul tells Mike, Oh, I see something, you know, in him. And then Mike gives his opinion about, uh, uh, Walter. You know, I don't think that was important, but I, I do think like revolving around how Jimmy feels while he's being kidnapped, um, you know, I think, uh, and like showing it from his perspective was like, was I think a cool sort of, you know, new way of looking at something that I had seen completely different. I had seen this as like a comedy, like when they, when they kidnapped him the first time and took him out to the desert and like, you know, dug the grave for him. But, you know, objectively, that's not what it was like. It was, it was, it must have been, you know, much worse. Um, so I, I think there's right, right. There. And it, it, it shows us, you know, it contextualizes that from the perspective of knowing who Lalo is now. Yes, exactly. That's 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 great. Yeah, he was telling him it's Ignacio. Oh, you see him telling him to go kill kill Nacho, which is which is also funny. Yeah, you you remember, uh, you remember that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. So yeah, I don't know. That makes that satisfies me. But you wanted I don't know something else from Walter or or not to see them. I would like it. I would like it if. I'm fine with it if they if they keep doing these flashbacks to Breaking Bad. Like, oh, yeah, Walt, cool guy, nice character. Jesse, also a no, nice character. They're not going to do that. Look, I, I don't think they're going to. They're not going to just do this and, like, have little lessons. Either they're going to stop with the Breaking Bad uh, stuff or it's going to have a, a tie-in, some tie-in. To the I would like – all I'm saying is that I would like there to be a plot payoff to all of these flashbacks and not simply not simply a character contextualization payoff yeah i'm well i'm fine with it if it ends here if it ends here and i got the context that i thought was interesting and cool fine if they just do another thing where it's just giving you character uh crumbs and like to figure it out and then like and no plot then i would be maybe a little bit more on your side does that make sense Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean you know there's no one right way to appreciate a show or, or 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 fail to appreciate a show uh-huh. I, i'm just personally a bit disappointed by by the choices it, it's making because th- they just personally don't interest me uh that much in, in some ways so far at least yeah. uh, I, i'm still holding out hope that, that they can surprise me yeah i mean and what is what's wrong with you know resting your laurels a little bit in the sense that like you're 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 sort of tying up loose ends, right? You're like saying like, okay, the, you're 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 sort of you're sort of uh, painting the picture, like okay, all the like maybe the maybe the way to look at this is like all the action stuff has ended, the fate of Nacho, the fate of uh, all these other people. Uh, you know, you have Jimmy and Kim, obviously, um, but you know the action the action is behind us. We're just gonna have to sort of accept that. And now it's like, okay, so what was going on in that you know in the in the in that RV like all those you know years ago? What was you know uh, what's Jimmy's real character like? You know what is his real you know what is you know what's what's Kim like? Are we gonna get some final verdict on what kind of person Kim is? We're we gonna get some. I, it's like maybe that's okay. Maybe like we just need. It's just like we have this picture. We have all the action, and now we're getting sort of the. Uh, we're getting sort of the, the commentary. Like this is uh, this is sort yeah, of but you know, most shows do that by just having some kind of after show where the actors are sitting on a couch. Yeah, well, this is better. Well, they do have that after on the couch, and they decided to just film it and have the characters do all that instead. Yeah, well, I, I think it's cooler than that way. I mean, did you ever watch? They did have a they did have a um, a show by the way like that. I, I've seen a few episodes. Talking Saul. Have you ever watched this? No, no, I haven't watched it. But you know, I guess they're forcing me to watch it now. <laughs> you know, do you know of it? You have you yeah. heard of it? Yeah. So I mean, I, I've seen it, and it's never that I've never seen Vince Gilligan. I saw Peter Gould on there once. I don't, I've never seen Gilligan. I don't know if he's a uh, 
Like they've done it like uh, intermittently. They did it like the first season. I've seen it this season. I don't know if they how often they've done it, but they haven't done it a lot. Um, and the, you know the characters usually are. I haven't found anything that um, is that like you know it, our interpretations are much more interesting than the ones they get for you know that I've seen on there. Although that idea that I told you that one idea that the um, Walt wants the difference between Jimmy and Walt is Walt wants to be respected. Jimmy wants to be liked. That came from Peter Gould. Um, he brought that up uh, on the things. So I'm like, oh, maybe you know, Peter Gould obviously would have some insights uh, insights here. But but it, they, they, the the point is, this talking salt show. They're not what I'm trying to say. They're not putting all their cards on the table. They're like yeah. it's not like they're feeding it to you. So like even if you watch that, it's not like it would be the same thing as as this. Um, so yeah, I mean, for me, what happens to Jimmy? What happens to Kim? That's I I, I don't expect a lot of twists and actions because there's no more characters there, there can't be like the, the, the it's just a, I, to me it's already baked in it's baked into the price i'm not um i'm not disappointed well you were you know seems to be like yeah you know, I, I don't know like exactly how you thought it would work like a lot of character twists and this other stuff without you know without without characters just, I, I was hoping they would surprise me and so far they haven't yeah you were just the magic like they, they were just gonna surprise me there. Uh, I, I still have you know, it's a Bayesian deep degrees of belief thing. I, I still have some hope they'll surprise me, uh, okay. but it's just decreasing. Uh, okay. Now, but we still haven't talked about where where kind of some parts of the plot are headed. Uh, okay, go ahead. It, the, the episode gave us some hints that Marion is kind of putting it together that that's that Who's Jean Marianne? is not on the level. Who's Marion? Uh, oh, the oh oh the one yeah yeah right. The episode kind of gave us two two moments where it showed something going on with her. Uh, there was one small moment early on where Gene's uh, at her house. He's he's she's like he's looking at videos on the laptop or something with her, and, and, and then he's like, "Oh, after I pour these drinks, uh, why don't why don't me and Jeff go go yeah. do do guy stuff around the car with our drinks, and you can drink yours alone. <laughs> you can drink yours alone back here." Yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, okay," uh, and and you can see her thinking. What's what's the deal? I thought I thought this guy Gene was my friend. Uh, I thought that I'm the, he seems to somehow be more associated with my son now than me. But he he only met my son through me, and yeah. so why is he ditching me? And you see her thinking about that, and then then later on toward the end of the episode, you see her. Then there's like the significant moment where the dog barks. The dog somehow is very well behaved when it's in the middle of a robbery, but it's barking. <laughs> A lot uncontrollably uh, on that occasion. Wait, what was what was the barking thing? What what, what are you talking about? So the uh, so Gene is he's going over uh, he's going over to uh, Jeff's house to to talk to his partners because they're trying to call off the the robbery of the cancer patient. And then the dog barks. Marion looks out and she sees Gene and Jeff, and she sees them going back into the garage. I and thought so those were the same. I thought those were the same scene. I thought that he like says, "Stay here, have your drink." Oh no, no, that was no. the beginning. That was okay. That was the beginning when they. Uh, I, I see, and the dog. Yeah, the dog barks. Okay, so the dog. Yeah, and then she's looking at. Okay, so that that was the. Um, I see. So that was when he surprised uh, Jeff by. And, and and she's she's got this new laptop, and and so it seems possible that somehow she'll she'll use the laptop to do some digging into gene yeah man so maybe this she could be kind of the, the loose end that, that that's a good that's scene. a good that's a good that's a good point yeah i don't think she's like gonna be a computer whiz and figure it out. i mean she's gonna have to she doesn't know anything about computers so gene is pr- presumably has you know figured this stuff out like he's gator you know, he's taking precautions so yeah. i i think that one of the things that go that's going on with her character is that basically she's kind of smarter and stronger willed than gene thinks and that mm-hmm. is going to come back to, to bite him because yeah. he, he thinks that she's just some kind of like doddering old lady who, who barely knows what's going on. But remember when it, when the show first introduces us to Marion's character yeah. back in Nippy, it kind of gives us this extended scene following her, her interactions in this grocery store before she even encounters Jean and kind of part of the message it seems to be driving home to us is that she's like a strong-willed independent woman who thinks for herself and acts for herself. And I, I think that Gene doesn't see that side of her. Yeah. He thinks 
he underestimates her basically. And so I think that will be his undoing. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's very good. Um, the other, uh, um, yeah, the other thing, you know, the other thing it ties back to is your sort of idea about, uh, uh, the self-destructiveness because when he, you know, I was taken aback when he says, Oh, you have your drink. We're going to go do that. Like, that's not the old Saul. That's he's much smoother than that. Um, you know, he's very good at dealing with old people, but he just, he just blows her off. And it's sort of a very sort of over the, you know, over the top sort of rude dismissive way. And is this just, you know, is this just him? being self-destructive again, like, you know, just like not caring if he gets caught and not, not sort of, uh, you know, not taking the proper precautions and not satisfying, you know, everyone's, uh, uh, you know, and, and maybe this Victor thing is also like that too. It's just, he's becoming sloppy. Um, he is, and he they, does seem to be becoming sloppy in various ways. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, I think that's, yeah, the self-destructive thing. I think this is important and yeah, how she, how she foils him, I don't know. Like, I don't think she's going to become like some great, you know, obviously he's like, she can't just look up Gene. She, you know, she doesn't know how to, she doesn't know anything. She doesn't even know how to Google. Like she just learned how to go find cat videos. Right? Well, she, she does know how to Google. Like the, the one thing she knows is how to Google. Yeah. And so she Googles Gene. But Gene can't be like the, the vacuum cleaner guy can't be so bad that like an old woman Googles your name and then like your whole plot is exposed. So she, there has to be some, uh, you know, she has to see something or hear something or do something. Um, yeah, but I, I I understand that that's you know the laptop will probably factor in, uh, will probably factor in somehow. You're right. Um, okay. Yeah. Do you see any other uh, sort of uh, uh, indications of where this might be going? No, no. That that was my main thing. Uh, that that Marion is going to be key to it, and the fact that she's smarter and stronger than than Jean believes. Uh, that's the one thing I'm pretty sure of. Mm-hmm. Is Francesca, I mean, is Francesca done? Well, how did they end the conversation? You just said, you know, oh, well, bye. It was just like that. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, he, he was, uh, he was like, well, guess that this is goodbye. And then she hangs up. In the yeah. Room. Okay. So we're not going to see, we're not going to see her again. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm okay. I like that. We disagree. I like that. We, <laughs> we disagree a lot, but I, we're, we were, we used to disagree just on uh uh what we thought was going to happen now we're disagreeing on sentiment uh, we're disagreeing on a kind of yeah the quality yeah 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 exactly so that's cool that we we have we have a lot to sort of explore and we're sort of seeing you know our, our ideas are sort of developing you know about the show in real time week to week so okay cool what is your uh sort of i guess what's your best case scenario for the next episode and what's your like does that what's your worst case scenario uh my 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 best case scenario is that is that this is where it ramps everything up. My best case scenario is that is that it continues the the Breaking Bad flashbacks, but it introduces some plot angle to their importance instead of merely character character uh, yeah. elements. Uh, and also and also that Kim comes back, uh, and and we see how this identity theft scam has been all about forcing Kim back into his life somehow. Yeah. What's and somehow, saying? somehow that's tied together. I mean, in the best of all worlds, somehow that would be tied together with, with a payoff to these, a plot payoff to these breaking bad flashbacks. Mm. And what's the, what's the bad, what's the bad scenario? The bad scenario is that we get more breaking bad flashbacks, but it is still just about showing us how like the rise of, of that criminal empire and fall parallels the rise of this criminal empire and fall. And it all ties into the, into this darker fatalistic theme about how uh, man, man is a craven fall beast, a fallen beast who, who cannot overcome his, his, his deficiencies uh, ever since Adam and Eve bit into the apple, the original sin, but it was just playing out all that stuff. Yeah. I don't need that. Okay. Yeah. I think, you know, I think I would, I think I would, you know, I think I would be okay with that. You know, the, because I'm trying to imagine your ideal scenario. I'm even trying to even imagine what it would look like. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it, you know, it's, it's hard. I mean, like, so it's like, I guess, you know, Gene going to, you know, Gene going to jail would be like, you know, whether he's getting it caught, I think is, interesting what happens to kim how kim reacts to him i guess there, there, there's places here for 
there's places here for plot twists, right? It might, and you're right. It might be ramping up to it. This is setting the scene. I thought last week was sort of clearing their palate. I thought they were going to get rid of Jeff, but no, they're still there. But it was it was, it was more about establishing sort of Gene and Gene's universe uh, at this point. And and this one is like telling us, okay, Kim is Kim is out there. Kim Kim exists. Um, he's wants to go find her, um, and he's sort of he's on this path. And now we've we've seen this development with this uh, Miriam woman and the others. There's something. So, uh, you know, I think it's, you know, it's, it is, I think it is leading up to something. So I don't know. I think you'll be happy. I think we'll both be happy. I I trust these guys. Uh, I still, I've still got some hope. Yeah. I I mean, everything has to be judged. And like it's, you know, often with these shows, a lot of these things have to be judged in the context, like things, you know, put things that happen in the future, put things that happen in the past and in perspective. So, um, yeah, I guess uh, we'll pick it up next week. Is there any, anything else? Any other plot lines? Anything else you want to flag before uh, before we go? No, nothing. Nothing is really jumping out at me. Okay then. All right. Until next week, Chris. All right. I'll see you next week. <laughs>